what happened to us? Here we are. Nate, not like Nate Sam, and Sam. Oh, today. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, Man, no, no. You it, finally it, introduced us at the beginning, and I stepped over you. Yeah, it, that's Only how. to say that Sam is. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, we're back here today, and uh, after one week away or one week ago, things have changed a little bit in the universe. Sam's frozen. On your computer, she's fine on mine. Oh, so that's weird. She's frozen on mine. Anywho. <laughs> How many times are you going to interrupt Hugh while he does the, the intro? Uh, it, it, well, well, it's been the running joke because the last two weeks he's he's waited like ten to fifteen to twenty minutes to do it, and five he did it at the right. top, and I I stepped right over him. Um, I was going to comment, Sam, that you're drinking a can of Pepsi, the choice of a new generation, and um, well, it I'm is just, a choice of the new generation. It's, it's Scotch Clock here. It, we're doing we're shoot we're recording this later than normal. Different day than normal. How do you drink your scotch? Um, in a glass. But is it with over on the rocks? Yeah, on the rocks. I don't like it. I don't like it neat. It's too. I don't like warm booze. No, it's a bit much. Booze should. I feel like booze shouldn't be warm. I don't know why people drink it neat. Cause yeah, I I would much rather have chilled vodka. Yeah. Than uh, anything. Than oh God, warm. I don't. I don't get it. Room temperature vodka um, sounds. Disgusting. It's more the purist that appreciates scotch mostly. It's like uh, yeah, no, a I single ice there's, cube there's, or uh, neat is the way to drink it. Well, no, there's well, there's the thing. Well, that's why they make scotch rocks and and things such yeah. that you can you know you can cool the scotch without actually watering it down. Right. Or rocks that you freeze and put it into your drink. And I get it. The purist, the um, the people who think they're manly men will th- say that the ice in scotch will water it down yeah which is true it's true and that's also the reason that uh, we may have discussed this on the pod before but it's the long the the reason that a lot of people make fun of james bond doing his shaken not um shaken shaken not not stirred stirred martini is is it's watered down when you shake it instead of stirring it because the ice breaks up into the martini so it's le- it's actually the less manly way to drink a martini, which is kind of the antithesis of James Bond. But he is a spy, and he has to kill people, so you know less alcohol is probably better Should, for him. So he shouldn't be drunk. Well, yeah, drunk, drunk. So fair. Okay, fair. that's my thought. Um, so yes, it's Wednesday. We're in the middle of a nationwide protest, shall we say? Uh, it's getting close. We um. As as is always the case, St. Touch behind the rest of the country, so um, our protest didn't ramp up until about two days ago. But now the violence is making national news, which is great. Uh, but you know, you had an election; things went well in certain areas. In St. Louis, yeah, well, yeah, which also, which also made national news for reasons we're not necessarily proud of. Well, the the election we're definitely proud of, but the reason it's national news is because the yes, the city of Ferguson, which was the you know epicenter of riots and protests two six years, years ago. Is it six years. No, it was two thousand fourteen. Whoa, it was the yeah that was the Ferguson riots, and yet the uh, as of yesterday, Ferguson elected a uh, a black woman as mayor for african-american to be elected to the position it's the first woman so she broke two barriers and it's a very big deal but like yeah and and the the protests there actually have not been much 
they're yeah. more downtown, but they've really ramped up. Right. It's 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 really bad. No, and yeah, I've, I've been, everything's everything's great. Yeah. Oh, I've been to. I think the last three days I've gone to protests. Did a couple marches last. That's couple the, days. that's but, well. That's the thing that scares me. And I was just talking about this with my parents. Is that uh, people seem to forget about COVID nineteen? Like it's like it. You know, over the granted, yes, they're very more important. Not more important. They're very important things happening right now. But that does. But it's like. Uh, people forgot that the pandemic was happening, and I I feel like the numbers are gonna skyrocket. These protests, yeah. Well, fortunately, and I I you were there, you were there firsthand. But it seems like the protesters are wearing masks for the most part. For the most part, good. they are. For the most part, but they you are. also are crowded. I mean, you're thousands and thousands of people crowding, which can't uh, be good. I it, there's odd moments of like there is like spacing more than you would think, and I'm usually towards the edges of things. I'm not in the middle. Because um, I'm like, eh, we want to stay about five feet, four feet away from everyone. Are people still wearing masks? Uh, for the most part, yes. But very rarely. You know, sometimes they take them off. Like, you know, it's hot out here. And I just got back and I was like, I, sw- I, I need a shower again after that walk. So, Well, first off, Hugh, I take offense. You're saying it's hot out there because um, I'm is it in the 90 degrees where you are because it's 92 degrees where I am. Well, I don't live in with humidity. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's hot. That's hot. But you when have central Nelly air. Wrote, when 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 Nelly Nelly wrote his epic song "Hot and Her," he was talking about St. Louis. That's that's true. Yeah. Very true. Very Sam, true. Sam has been here in the summertime. You you were here in the summertime, weren't you, Sam? I mean, June. Actually, it's been exactly two years, I think, since the last, the first time I went for for my old job, because it was the first week of June. And from my hotel to work in the morning, mind you, like at 830, I was sweating when I got there. So, oh, and it wasn't yeah. even that hot outside. Like, no, it wasn't in the 90s. Yeah, it's, it's humidity. The, you know, the, the the biggest cliche in the world is when you say it's not the heat, it's the humidity. Or when you, on the opposite side, you say it's a dry heat. But it's so true. Dry heat's right. gone away, though. Growing right? up. It, well, that's true. Say, that's, that is absolutely true. L.A. has gotten way more humid in the last several years than it used to be. Yeah. We're having oh, a... my God. A St. Louis summer is, well, St. Louis and a lot of the country, Sorry. not just St. Louis. And a lot of places are very humid. But, like, you literally you get out of the shower and you never dry. Like you just soaking wet because it, it's so humid. Yeah. It's all. Awesome. I always think of people sitting on their porch, drinking sweet iced tea and banning themselves like in the South. Well, well, we don't all live on plantations. No, but you know what like, I mean? That's like the humidity part of it. Like, Ooh, how is your riverboat, no. Nate? Um, yeah. Bus- well, the riverboat business was going well until the pandemic. Yeah, that was that that hurt us because, you know, <laughs> not a lot of people want to be stuck on a boat anymore. Shocking. A lot of people do. Did you did you see the numbers of the cruise purchases after, you know? It's oh, people yeah, are dumb. super cheap. Now, yeah. Right? Like, basically paying, I almost want to, it's funny, like this, this conversation has come up because it, my mom's like literally her worst fear is a cruise. <laughs> That's like her nightmare. Not her fear, nightmare. Just because it just sounds awful to be trapped. She hates being on boats. She hates being on water. She also hates being around that many people. And it's just a so the fact that and the fact that over the last what ten or so years, it, are there any good cruise stories? Like, well, I guess why would you hear a good cruise story? 
but you know they're all bad like there was that cruise a few years ago where like the 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 bathrooms backed up and like shit was literally coming out of the walls Hmm. and then these pan like multiple pandemics pre-covid like on on ships you know then you have that what was the the one in Italy? The one that capsized? Like, you know, nothing good happens on a ship. Well, I remember there was like a little girl that, like, her grandpa like was holding onto her, and he set her down. And he thought there was like a barricade behind her, and apparently there wasn't, and she fell down and he died. So that was another thing that was yeah, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, again, you won't hear good cruise stories because if you make it home safe a cruise then fine you were supposed to do that so only the bad news comes out the titanic there have not been like great cruise stories so i guess i should cancel my 40th birthday cruise surprise i'm I'm kidding i I am so there i no that that was that was my point when he was talking about the like i am i've never been on a cruise in my life i like boats i enjoy being on boats that you know i i go to the ozarks all the time as you know i was just there uh, two days ago um, but I've never been on a cruise and I actually wouldn't hate it. And now they seem like they're super cheap. Well, I'm thinking you could probably buy one, like what, a year, if you could buy a year ahead. And if this doesn't happen, COVID isn't around next year, then you would have gotten a really cheap cruise and, you know, go on it and be fine. But nobody knows, like, I don't know what's happening tomorrow. Like that's how a hard things have changed. Like at least like we kind of settled into the new normal with being quarantined, right? But now with the protests and everything, like we literally don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And I'm being dramatic, but my neighborhood is always just, it could be totally fine. And and as you know, I live on the corner of a really busy street and I keep hearing sirens. I keep hearing helicopters the past couple of days. And like the other day, yesterday, I think it was, I heard the feds and they were going super fast. Like you can kind of tell how fast cars are going, you know, on the street. And it's kind of insane just to know that, like, luckily, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, it's not happening in my neighborhood, but it's happening in surrounding neighborhoods. And um, eventually, you know, a lot of these protests might go into a lot of the other neighborhoods, too. Um, Right now, I feel like they're super localized in certain areas, you know, but (laughs) it's very scary to think that, you know, all the people that live on Melrose are probably terrified because they get happy in. And Santa Monica and everywhere else that it's been happening. It's, you know, I, like I, I had a, a couple come by uh, the last couple of days and uh, the initial, the first time when a large group like were f- coming from Hollywood, they were coming into West Hollywood where I live and they just kind of just walked down my street and I was like, oh, a lot of people, a lot of people coming down the street initially. And I was like, everyone was just doing their thing and I've been a part of the marches since um that day and everything's been very very peaceful very just kind of like once again i think people have realized that there's a there's subsections within the protests like opportunists looters and other groups that are infiltrating these peaceful protests and once again it's that's just here in la i can't speak for the things that are going on in new york we're watching the news there philadelphia you know anything in Texas or anywhere else in the nation right now, because it's, it is, there is a protest going in all 50 States now. So that's the first time, yeah. like all 50 States have agreed to do something at least. So yeah. well, well done States progress well, and internationally too. I oh, mean, yes. it's, yeah. yeah. The, I, the, the protests like Europe were not, I mean, surprising that they're 
protesting on behalf of America. Well, I guess they ha- also have racism and such, but we have a special sorry, guest, I'm, but she's on mute. I, I, so. I just because we have a special guest on screen, which nobody listening can see, but Sam's daughter just uh, she's adorable. Up. Yeah, I mean, granted, granted, like this is what Sam. This is your third um, um, podcast with us, uh, you know, and uh, Kira's made an appearance all three times. Yeah. Gotta say hi. As she as yeah. she should. As she waves to us, you know. You know, I feel like she should be on every one. Yeah. You know, give us the the local <laughs> kids hour. I would. I'm sure we could get people listen to that. Yeah. I'd, we'll have to work on it. I'll put something together for you, Sam. I'll have, I'll have a proposal for you. Bye, I don't think she wants to say anything. I just asked her if she wanted to say something. She's like, nope. Okay. Not <laughs> fair. The uh, yeah. Well, so so you well that's good that they're peaceful, Hugh. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the I mean, photos and such. Yeah, no, for the most part, like right now, it's just, everything's fine. I I was just at one from twelve to about three, and uh, shot back home so we could do this, because uh, you know I don't know how things go. And now, you know, now when you, when you say you were at the protest, were you at the body shop watching a protest go by while you were at the strip club? Unfortunately, I was at Crazy Girls the other day, where I caught the photo. I haven't I haven't put that one up yet. Um, but. No, I was not at the body shop this time around, unfortunately. Wait, are, are, are strip clubs like a essential service? Are they opening up? I do not believe they, uh, they have opened up. Well, they are in, in certain There's states. There's no touching, so, you know. Well, there are certain states that we've, I think you mentioned last week or maybe two weeks ago, Hugh, they, they do have drive-through strip clubs. That was Portland, I believe, that has drive How does that work? Is it like a peep show? No, you basically, like, yeah, you drive up and, like, the, the woman um, is in, like, a On a stage. Yeah, it's really no different. I mean, I don't know why anybody would drive up to that. I'm not sure, but who can, you know, to each their own. Supporting our local teachers who are trying to get a good education, or new lawyers, or oh, Miss, um, what was what was her name in in Varsity Blues? The um, oh, ten. the strippers, ten. Yeah, but I, well, I can't remember her name. But yes, exactly. Well, if you kept talking, I'll figure it out. Oh, I could probably also remember it if we kept talking about it, but it that's neither here nor there. No, this is true. I get Friday Night Lights and Marcy Lewis confused. I know. It's awful. That is pretty... What? They're completely different movies, and James Vanderbeek is one of them. I get it, but they're like football movies that came out around the same time. Yeah. For wait, Which one? What were you talking about? Varsity Blues and Friday Night Lights. Oh, Maybe. yeah. Yeah, those oh, those are vastly different movies. I kind of want to watch Friday Night Lights show. It's so good. The show? I've never seen it. I've been told. Hey, what are you doing the, on quarantine? Watch it. No, this, so here's good. the thing. Here's the thing, and and you both know this, and Hugh especially knows this, is that whenever I'm, to, I'm very um. Whenever you're told to do something. Yeah, I, I can't think of the word I'm the thinking of. Like. You don't uh, like authority. Not authority. No, 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 no. It's when I'm told that I would really love a show. It makes me want to watch it less. Um. I can't think of. There's literally a word for it. I cannot think well, of it. Why though? I don't understand. Contrarian. Mentality. Contrarian. I'm a contrarian. I don't understand like, your mentality because the thing is, I understand if like you or someone told you that, like you don't respect his his his, his oh, giving yeah. qualities and, and all that stuff. But when it comes to me and a couple other people, no. Say, I mean, Sam, you and I are the same person. We've discussed this. So actually, your opinion would, if you told me I would like a show because you like it, I know I would like it. Um, no, for the longest time, like Sean, for the longest time, my old roommate, Sean, who we all know and love, um, Friday Night Lights was like his favorite show in the world. And he always said, you would love it. And I was like, yeah, I probably would. 
Yeah, but you uh, don't you don't care about Sean's opinion. It's very different coming from me. Well, his opinion's like it's a cow's opinion, Sam. It's moo. It's a cow's opinion. Um, <laughs> it's 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 moo. <laughs> oh. So the teacher was Miss Davis, and she was played by Miss Davis. Tani yes. Tani Perneski. Perneski. That seems about right. I. I, I don't know if she was ever in anything else, but the Mrs. Davis part makes totally sense because I'm I'm pretty sure Billy Bob in the strip club said I love you, Miss Davis. Which, yes, yes, Billy Bob. You know, just because be you fair, have to have that guy with two first names. To be fair, my contrarian nature is is also exacerbated. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, exacerbated. Yeah. But by the fact that I I don't watch TV anymore. Like I literally don't watch anything. Like. So what do you do all day in St. Louis at home with your parents then? Um, well, I do. Sam, my day is pretty structured. This is your moment to like binge watch as much as you can until, you know, after you're done healing and and the quarantine's over, then, you know, who knows what you're going to do. But like, this is the time to do it. You don't have a kid. It's amazing. That is true. Well, to be fair, I do get out and about, which I know during a pandemic, you're not necessarily supposed to do. But I, you know, I, I, I walk two hours every morning. I, then I do my crosswords. Then I, um, I, I go for drives and such. So I, I do things oh outside. <laughs> Sam, I've had one hip replaced and I'm, I'm, I'm appointment to see when I need my other hip replaced. I'm the oldest 39 year old in the world. Have you compared your parents' activities to yours and see if there's any difference? Yeah, I leave the house. That's <laughs> well, that's that's good. They shouldn't be leaving the house right now with you know everything that's going on in COVID. Exactly. I go to the store. You know, I have to go to. I do things. So I, I get out. And You're doing things for your parents too, right? Yeah, that's mostly. I don't go to the store for myself. I don't. But yeah, you know, I uh, yeah stuff. stuff stuff. You know, I do. I to be fair, and and I've I've steadfastly i'm pretty proud of myself i've not like gone on any social like three days because that's a tire fire i want no part of especially facebook good lord facebook right now for me is gonna be a nightmare what did you like Um, just leave something out there like let let face my facebook burn kind of statement it's uh it's and well i don't want to say okay we have a several listeners who are family members of mine and and they will immediately know what i'm talking about my family's situation is a tire fire. I can imagine. We've discussed before. Yes, we have. My family is exceedingly large, very large. I have probably 60 cousins, first cousins. Like, it's exceedingly large. Not first cousins, first, second cousins, whatever. And um, they run the gamut of political affiliations. Right. Let's just say that. And so, and they fight a lot, a lot. And last week has not helped they were fighting a lot before right the last week has not helped and twitter is a tire fire so i'm avoiding that instagram's fine but i i've just avoided that and the one thing i will say is i i have been still read the news but i just avoid social media i mean there's nothing wrong with doing any of that it's probably for the smarter to just kind of like step back and not worry about any of it because i mean the whole blackout tuesday thing like i was working all day and i'm not on social media much either and of course i want to show my support 
And then it was like already late at night when I went on to social media and I'm like, oh, everyone's doing this. I should do it too. Cause obviously I support it. But then I'm just like, how do I do that? First of all, not very social media savvy, but also like, is it too late? No one's going to see it or should I just do it anyway? Or also does it matter? Because I keep seeing articles about like, don't hashtag this when you do that, hashtag yeah. that. I got and it yelled at. And it's super confusing and you, you want to be an ally and you want to do all these things, but like, what are you supposed to do? Like, can someone tell me? But you, it's really challenging, especially right now. Like I've just reached out to my friends and some of my friends are super angry. Some of my friends are fine. And some of my friends are just literally just trying to take it day by day because they have to worry about work and kids and everything else on top of everything else. And so like, what, like, Nobody knows what they're supposed to do. Like, there's no leadership. Yeah, there's no leadership. And and the thing is, is that like my company, luckily, like I'm gonna call them Cable Town. Um, but with Cable K, with a K. Yeah, Cable Town. Um, been super flexible. They're like, if you want to go to protests or anything like that, like just talk to your boss and let them know. Like, they've been super flexible. They're trying to figure it out and navigate it too. But it's it's really challenging because part of our sector of Cable Town has a whole news division, hmm. right? So like, how do you keep those people safe? And also like, we have the responsibility of showing, like, I don't want to use real news because I don't want to acknowledge that like, that there's a whole real news, fake news. Like we just show news. Like this is what our company does. And it's really challenging because as a company, we're trying our best, but like, this is a very unfortunately unpre unprecedented territory amongst a virus pandemic and all these protests and, and, and race relations. And the thing is, don't get me wrong, like I am very well aware of Los Angeles riots. Like I lived in Modesto at the time, but we saw the coverage, we saw everything that's happened. Like Cape Town has just barely recovered. Yeah. Right. And now it's like a whole second round of it with different parts of the, the, the you know, the city. And it's just really hard for me as someone who is a person of color. Like I want to be an ally. Like I'm a darker skinned Asian and don't, don't get me wrong. My, my family even like makes me not forget it because it's so bad to be darker skinned in my, in amongst Cambodians. It becomes this whole thing amongst Asians. It's awful actually, but you know, I can't help it. I get tan. That's just, that's just me, you know, for as much as my grandma, I remember my very first memory, like three or four. My very first memory of my childhood is my uh, coming down to the community pool in Modesto and dragging me and my siblings out of the pool because she did not want us to get dark. Literally, that's my first memory. And that's my grandma for you. Wow. I heard that is a thing. Like, it, it, I don't think it's just Cambodians as well. It's you know, amongst the Asian community. Yeah. It's like the lighter skin water the better and it because it, it's it, it's so you know backwards and everything it's 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 all about social classes and everything it's like the people that are darker skin in cambodia work in the field so if you don't work in the fields they're they're for your lighter skin and you stay inside and it becomes this whole thing yeah. um and democracy and, and all that stuff same thing you know in england too right like i'm uh -huh. sure for they have wales, a, they, they have their thing they have their system they're, well they're in wales they're all they're all pale sam <laughs> There's some people. We we we. There are but, a few of us that can tan. But, true. Okay. But it's not. They don't worry about us working a field. They just stick us down a hole, or they did. Well, yeah. There's there's no light or anything. Yeah, coal mine. You know, it was a thing. So, oh, oh. Speaking of white people with oh that beard. That is a glorious oh. beard, sir. Oh. My husband Josh has been growing a beard since 
quarantine since what March fifteenth? Two and a half months. Yeah, it's impressive. That was me. That was Kira. So yeah, um, Josh has been growing an epic beard, and he's not going to cut it until I think he goes back to class or whenever this all, you know, whenever school starts, which is I guess in August, but. That remains to be seen because LMU is trying to figure stuff out as as is every other university and how to like teach students in small classrooms right. in big classrooms. Well, you could, I guess there would cool. be more classes in this section off different. Like the teachers would just have to get their payday, I guess, or some of them, you know, the ones who actually get paid what like well. Well, I want to see how many students actually go back to school. That's my other question. It's like some, some like maybe there's a, I mean, I'm sure the schools are losing so much money on international students. They can't even come back here. Uh, maybe uh, they I forgot virtual about that. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know the numbers of UCLA, but they're an international population. The percentage has to be enormous. Well, yeah, we're like the number one most recognized university in the world. Yeah. 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 There are Stats to back that up, um, Hugh. I'm not I, making that up. Oh, no, but, no, no. I know you're not. Oh, I'm well aware that UCLA has that um, marketability across the, the nation. You're the safe school in Los Angeles to go to. No. Oh, fuck. fuck. No, no, no. What I mean by safe no. is like the area surrounding it is safer it's than. Because we're in a good neighborhood. Exactly. Well, is it though? Because the, the area around USC seems to actually be improving while Westwood seems to be going the other direction. Is that because Westwood well, has you, no shops? You compare it to how it used to be, sure. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I think that we that Westwood still has upper hand. I mean, if you want to throw in all the other schools, like Pepperdine probably has the safest oh, campus. Pepperdine's Penelope. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, LMU, L, actually, LMU, as beautiful as a campus it is, is not necessarily surrounded by, like, amazing areas. It's just a beautiful campus. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the biggest issue is the airport. It's so close to the airport, so you see airplanes. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's on a hill, but, like, Silicon Beach is literally, like, downstairs from it. And so that's actually an advantage. But then again, there's, like, traffic and a whole bunch of other stuff. And then it's right bordering Venice, too, like, not the good side of Venice. <laughs> Well, you know what I'm talking about. Well, Venice yeah, is turning yeah. itself around yeah, a bit too. Out of Venice. Yeah. So yeah, um, I it's but it's still a really beautiful campus, and it really is a bubble though. If you go on there, like you could spend your entire like four years and not really have to go outside of LA much, and still be fine. Because hmm. I remember at UCLA but like we didn't really go east ever because downtown wasn't established yet K-Town wasn't really established yet like we literally just stayed within Santa Monica West LA I think the farthest east that we would venture out to was like La Cienega like restaurant row to be honest which is still technically West LA but we go to Hollywood every so often and, and do a couple other things but like not regularly right like we I, I felt like we didn't explore the city until after college so my experience at UCLA was very in a bubble. I think that's yeah, a, no, I, yeah. That's a but, lot of people in colleges, though. Well, I was in a bubble, but I think my bubble is even worse than your quote unquote bubble where I'm like, well, you, you went to a small all women's college in Massachusetts. Well, thank you for getting the state correct. So, so I appreciate that. You think I. No, well, the Illinois one, which is like the uber religious one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought it you were going to correct me. Was it Wesleyan or Wellesley or. Well, where did I go? Might as well have been Sam because he went to an all women's college. <laughs> I, w I went to Wheaton College. 
Wheaton, I knew it was a W. Yeah, no, but you went through all the other W's that are much better known than mine. We did. Like Will Wheaton? Yes, like Will Wheaton. And uh, <laughs> He went to Will Wheaton College. I, I went to, yes. I learned all about Star Trek. And nerdy things. Stand, stand by me, please. That's right. And you also Toy Soldiers. Please give Toy, Will Wheaton oh, some. Oh, I have to watch Toy Soldiers again. It's been a long time. Okay, well, that, that'll next week's podcast unless we forget what we were supposed to talk about this week so yeah. maybe it might be two weeks well I, I mean we're, we're at the we can get right into last action hero now that is a good segue i think and is it we is is it, it, okay. it was, okay it was the best one I, we were going to get going from where we were well, coming I mean, to honest, What's like that? arnold schwarzenegger was our governor for a while i mean yeah. politics you know go chargers what? go Nate and I are one of the only people that have like our year of graduation. Like the governor signs your diploma, so like we're one of the only classes that has Gray Davis on our diploma. I think it's kind of like, or it might be worth a lot. Who knows? The Gray Davis signature or the Arnold Schwarzenegger signature? Gray Davis. Gray Davis. Davis. Like he signed all the for yeah. years. Like Gray yeah. Davis was only there for like a year, right? Yeah, he did. He was. He, he, he got fucked the, up. Was it? It was more than a year, but it was less than. A, he was like, yeah, he was recalled pretty fast. He was the one that deregulated uh, electricity, right? Yeah. I don't remember. I just remember that we didn't like him. Well, the rolling brownouts didn't happen. Help any. Back in 2001. No. Yeah, that sounds right. Actually, that's true. Right. Wouldn't it be ironic if it was Jerry Brown? Mm. For the brownouts? So, shall we cut into our Arnold Schwarzenegger first ever bomb of a film was it? it 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 wasn't a bomb it he felt it and was. i'm looking i'm well yes and i'm looking at the numbers right here he, i figured you would be it had a it had a budget of 85 million 1990 so three so we're discussing of course last action hero from night the year night the year of our lord 1993 and it had a budget of $85 million in 1993 years. Probably a lot, because that used to be a really big deal. Like when Titanic came out, what was it, 96? Somewhere around there. 95, 96. That had, that had like the biggest budget of all time, and that because it was over $100 million. Well, Let's not forget about Waterworld. That was $100 million. Oh, Waterworld too. But again, like all these movies that are considered like legendary bombs... Waterworld made a profit. So did um, Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero, the first weekend, was terrible. Is what? It's probably because of the international. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, the first weekend of uh, Last Action Hero was $15 million, which these days seems like, oh, my God, that's awful. I don't know what that seems like in 1993. It did end up making $137 million, which... Profit if you do the if you do the math. Well, with P and A, they probably lost money. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But um, I'm okay, just thinking fine. they they probably put they did a big press thing for this. It's, it was well, well, here was the problem: the the, the 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 overseas markets that are cheaper and you still make a lot of money. It might it might even out. Like, I don't know. It's hard to tell. It is. Well, here's here's the problem. I, I don't know. Hey, listeners, remember Last Action Hero, action, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. It, 
it, there were several mistakes that made it like not as successful as it should have been because it's a fantastic movie. Like the, the premise first of, of the film? The what? The premise of the film is fantastic. Oh, the premise? No, no. But all, but the biggest, the number one problem with the film is that it came out on September, or I'm sorry, September, June 18th, 1993. On June 11th, 1993, a week earlier, Jurassic Park came out. Oh. And it is a problematic opening. And the whole reason that the studio, Columbia Pictures, which now has been merged into Sony, um, they refused to budge off that date was because they thought if the movie got bumped back to later summer, that would be considered like, the peop- that the fans would be like, oh, this movie must not be good. The studio's bumping it back. When bumping it back from Jurassic Park would have been the best thing they could have done. Dude, it was Jurassic Park. <laughs> late summer would have been perfect for Last Action Hero. Yeah, spring probably would and, have been better, but that's my opinion. Well, yeah, well, no, but the, and the, the, another problem, and because it was a tire fire of a movie. Like for, I mean, it was a, it was fun. It was great. I enjoyed it. Um, I just watched it two days ago. Incomplete. Obviously, um, but the other the two other problems that they they said the reason it it did not do money do do money do well was one people didn't like that it was Schwarzenegger making fun of himself, like people didn't like that he was parodying himself, and also um, the writing of it went. Basically, it was one of those movies that we discussed of, oh, there's fire, there's alarms, sirens everywhere. I don't know if that's you or Sam. I honestly that, don't that, That's Sam. I have, the, I have the helicopter buzzing above. So oh, okay. I can't really... Stay alive for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, Last Action Hero ran into... The, and it, I mean, honestly, I don't know how many people listening to this even remember the movie, but basically it was Schwarzenegger doing a parody of himself. Where it was a movie inside of a movie, where he was playing the action hero in a fake universe inside the movie, where he also played Arnold Schwarzenegger, and yeah, people didn't like that he was doing a parody of himself because at that point he was like considered the manliest man in the world and the ultimate action star. But also, it was before or after Twins because Danny DeVito's in it with as what? the. It was it was after, after twins, twins and and it was after twins because they even make a the, the, there's a joke well there's multiple references. Dame DeVito plays a character in at Last Action Hero. He's Whiskers the the anim, the animated cat, right? And also his um the name of the bad guy in Last Action Hero Benedict is isn't that Schwarzenegger's name in Twins? Wasn't his name? No, Benedict was the last name, wasn't it? Yeah, something Benedict. So, um... Yeah, but so when you're saying that he's like a serious action hero, if twins already came out, then they know that he could be funny. Well, well no, he in Kindergarten Cop actually came out yeah. the year ninety four. Ninety came out. Terminator that Two was, was ninety one. Three years before. No, so he could do comedy, but but people still weren't ready for like the Schwarzenegger making fun of himself as an action star, which he True Lies came out the year after which we talked about last week and true lies did it more subtly him making fun of himself. So people appreciated that more. And also it was a better, better movie. 
Well, I mean, the, the the dialogue wasn't that great in the film, to be honest. Let's be honest. I mean, you write scripts, Hugh. Come well, on. I, I, yeah, I try and try and do the best I can when it comes to dialogue. Also, don't write action movies because I'm like, no one's going to make an action yeah. movie I come up with right now because no one's going to be like, yeah, here's here's $100 million to go shoot an action movie. I have to do... Well, this well, Ben's first film, right? Well, that's also the problem. is that the, So the, the two writers of Last Action Hero were Zach Penn and Adam Leff were writing it is a total parody of they were making fun of Shane Black yeah. who's like kind of regarded as like the king of writing movies he wrote all four Lethal Weapons directed um, uh, Iron Man 3 um, Predator Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Predator oh, he wrote and he was in Pre- like he's considered like at least of the 80s, 90s action movies, like the the man who wrote all the movies. So the two guys who wrote Last Action Hero were trying to make fun of Shane Black just by parroting his action movies. But the studio took the movie away from them and had Shane Black rewrite it. So basically the the movie that was supposed to be making fun of Shane Black now Shane Black rewrote it, so it, it wasn't as good as it was supposed to be. Carrie Fisher. Does he have writing? And then they even... Um, so that, no, he goes thing, No, that was the thing we talked about a few weeks ago. Jack Penn and Adam Left, the guys who created the movie, only get a story by credit. has the screenplay credit. He wrote it. It's, it's just a mess. And then they brought in Carrie Fisher to fix it. Yeah. Like she was the... She punched it up. Which, so the whole movie's... A disaster. Carrie like, Fisher is actually a very good writer. Yes. No, she is. And no, she basically they were they were asking her to polish a turd is what happened. Yeah, yeah. And she was very good at doing and, that. And, John, and it was directed by John McTiernan, who is actually a god of eighties action movies. Yes, like he, is. he directed Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Predator. Yep. One well, of my Thirteenth Warrior. One of my favorite underrated action movies when action, but film movies of all time. He directed Basic. Oh yeah, with I love John that Travolta movie. John Travolta and Samuel oh. Jackson, amazing. It's movie. a great movie. Yeah, and McTiernan himself, who's a god of action movies, even after the fact, said he acknowledged that Last Action Hero was was shit because he 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 said, "Oh, the script was amazing. We thought we were doing something well, or the original script was amazing." And he's like, "What they what they did to it, they did to it." Yeah, it, the studio evidently. Yeah, so, and I guess, yeah, it, in the movie, so there's a movie inside a movie, but evidently in the the original, the entire movie was supposed to be in the movie. Okay. So, you know, the, the plot of the movie is that the main character, Danny, a kid, has a single mother, he lost her, he wants to, basically he loses himself in action movies, because that's all he, basically his, fa- his father figure is action movies. Snegger plays a character in, called Jack Slater, in all these action movies that this kid loves and the plot's very strange. Basically the kid gets to see an advanced screening of this movie, Jack Slater four, the Schwartz, the, the Schwarzenegger character Jack Slater stars in and the kid, Danny gets catapulted into the movie world. And evidently in the original pl- screenplay, the two writers, the entire movie was supposed to take place in the fake Universe. Hollywood world, not okay. in the real world. Yeah. So, and it, and what Shane Black did was bring it back and forth into the fake world, real world, and the original writers were like, "Yeah, that's not what." 
it usually isn't what they're shooting for. It's, like, yeah. eventually, like yeah. the director gets their hand hands on it, or like the whoever it's gonna be, and they butcherize a lot of a lot of stories have been that there's a documentary about that where writers are like yeah i had maybe one line that i wrote that was in that movie that i created it just it just happens it's you know can't do yeah. much about it we talked about it before so it's like it is what it is it's part of the process unless you want to direct it yourself a lot that's why there was a surge of writers who wanted to direct so they could have control over their well, material well it was interesting that this was Schwartz met ninety three. Schwarzenegger made I don't know how many movies before it. Oh, plenty. Several, like a dozen, twenty. I don't know. And he was the action god of the time. He and Stallone. And this this movie was the first one he ever executive produced. So this was the one, the the first of all his movies that he actually got control over almost everything. So maybe he made some missteps. I don't know. I mean, one of jokes about the movie that became a movie was that he kept insisting that this movie be PG-13. Most of Schwarzenegger's movies in the 80s were hard R's. Right, they were, yeah. I think Twins was an R, wasn't it? I think Twins was R-rated. Just for Probably language. comedy and the, yeah, the it content. It had a language. I mean, he had done Kindergarten Cop, which there's no, no way Kindergarten no, Cop No, Twins was is PG. Was it? Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. But well, but Schwarzenegger's action movies had not been PG or PG. No, Kindergarten Cops is PG thirteen. Okay, yeah, was that? But, that makes sense because you know there's a lot of kids involved. It's not a doomer. That, that, that's right? true. I actually would love to see the director's cut of Kindergarten Cop that is R rated. That would be hysterical. I mean, there the, was um, there was a heroin overdose in it, so. It started yeah, off pretty strong. You're 13. I mean, 13 is different than, you know. Well, there was no PG-13 until I got traumatized, and then they decided to put PG-13 in. Yeah. But wasn't, I thought, wait, wait, wait until what? It wasn't until <laughs> Gremlins and Indiana Jones Temple of Doom came out. Temple that, of Doom, yeah. That's those that's are the two movies that put everyone like, oh, maybe we should have another rating in here kind of thing. Yeah, because it used to be G, P, G, and R. And the thing is, I mean, did I tell you about, like, how terrifying Pinocchio is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, um, they should have something for kids, too. <laughs> like, that was, like, made in the 50s. <laughs> but they didn't have, like, you know, obviously a different rating system back then. Right. Um, because you just, you're like, oh, look, it's a Disney film. It's a classic. And you don't really think about it. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, he's going to Pleasure Island drinking and smoking as a little kid. That's great. Pleasure but, Island sounds awesome. Oh. But I actually met Shane Black at Comic-Con a few years ago. Nice guy. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I, I knew who he was in that, like, I knew what, what films he did and stuff. But, like, I, I don't know. Me and celebrities, like, I don't really care. I'm not one to like chum it up and be like, "Hey, I love your work," you know. Like I don't know, it's just not my style. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Who did I, who did I, I saw some. I saw the guy from The Walking Dead the other day at one of the protests. Which one? Uh, Norman. Oh, he's Reed? hot. Uh, yes. Baby Daddy for Diane Kruger. Yes, that one. Yeah. So. Well, first off, star, you know, star of The Walking Dead. No, he's the star of Boondock Saints. True. Debatable. Which is awesome. Boondock Saints 2 sucked. Boondock yep. Saints 1, awesome. Also starred Powder. It, he, it, I, it, I, it, forget, it. I forget his real name. 
You know that we used to call Nate Powder, Hugh. Yeah. That, oh, it did. Don't worry. I started calling him Powder too because that just made sense. subject. And honestly, I wish I was bald and pale. I am bald and pale, so that part, obviously. But I wish I was powder and that I was bald and pale and had like telekinetic powers because yeah. I'm just bald and pale. Are you talking about Sean Patrick Flannery? Yeah, that's the one with yes. a horrible Irish accent. Uh, and Norman Reedus also the had best. Didn't he? Because Norman Reedus is also American. Was his accent good? I don't remember. Uh, neither was that good, to be honest. But uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, Sam, he he to still be working because he he also for. They, I don't know if they remember. He was young Indiana Jones. Um, so he had a he had a hell of a career. Wait, that was he was that guy. Yeah, young Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh. Also starred in the movie Body Shots with Tara Reid and Jerry O'Connell. I have that on DVD. <laughs> I, I, I have no movie, but I own it on DVD. Uh, he's been working. He's just not been working for anything. Uh, he oh, he's got a new Netflix show out called Lady Driver or movie. That 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 has hit the uh, the the streaming. Is that like a Driving Miss Daisy reboot? No, I think it's like a race car show with a with a lady driver. Oh, it's um, not a continuation of Driver, the Ryan Gosling film. No, unfortunately, no. Like it's race car driving. So. Oh. Um, that? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Women can can't drive. What are we talking about? Well, you just come up with Daisy Thunder for female drivers. You'd be fine. Isn't she still dating Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Dana Kilpatrick. Oh, yes. He, uh, yes. <laughs> Sam. Oh my Sam, God. Dating yeah, in huge air quotes. Allegedly. 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 Oh. I don't know. I don't know much about Aaron Rodgers' life, but I'm just glad he's not with Olivia Munn. I, for whatever reason, she rubs me the wrong way. Exactly. Hugh, have I not told you that Sam and I are the same oh, person? Because it, I've been talking about how awful Olivia Munn is. You have experience, and, and I mean, maybe that's part of my opinion because you told me of all the experiences that you've had with her working with her, but I'm just like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> she gives no airs. Like, it's not a. She's not one of those celebrities that you find out, oh, they're awful. That makes me sad. No, you know she's awful. You know from the beginning she's awful. I did not know that. And when you told me that, I was very disappointed, maybe even crushed, because I did enjoy watching Attack, Attack of the Show back when my Boston days. Attack of the Show was a great show. I, Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, it, it paid my salary for a long time. I, I enjoyed it. And then it didn't. Well, no, it, it, her that show getting canceled didn't affect my salary. I just moved. Yeah. But yeah, she's still. But don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, she's Asian. She's smart. She's ha Sam has Asian. I know, but she's smart. She's really pretty. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that I want to be like. Like, this is great, but like, the fact that she's a bitch kind of isn't surprising either. Well, she was she was a fake nerd. Like that was the, you know the whole thing that made. Hugh, I, I, you can speak for this better than I, but she, that, people love, part of Attack of the Show credibility was that people thought she was a legit nerd who knew and loved all things. She did not. No, and that's a, that's a show. big reveal that the, was very disappointing. The G4 network, which I pseudo worked for, because on top of the umbrella for Cable Town, which I also worked for, which Sam works now, um, was that they the G4 network was the tech nerdy network 
several women hosts of multiple shows of all of them she was the one who didn't know what she was talking about all the other ones are legit nerds but they didn't get the same play as her because they didn't and she's a terrible person no absolutely terrible person not to say there weren't terrible men there too like i'm not her but she's terrible so last action heroes we are zach penn yeah uh seeing that we have like 10 minutes left yeah, I, I, I mean that's a, about as much time as we need to dedicate to the last action hero. If I'm being honest, I don't think I have more. Hugh, we have I have plenty more. I'm sure you do, Nate. Oh, dude, can we talk about Charles Dance? Tywin Lannister in it. Oh yeah, from, like looks amazing with his fake eye. Um, they should remarket it and just be like starring Charles Dance from. Game well, of the, well, the funny, the best thing about that was so Charles Dance played the the villain um, Decker. Uh, no, no, it was uh, Benedict. 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 Yeah. No, and he was not. He was not even their second or third choice to play that role. The um, when the t- uh, Zach and Adam, who wrote the movie, they wrote it with Alan Rickman. They like Ooh, that one. which which made which totally pulled into John. I'm sure John McTiernan had a say in that because John McTiernan was diehard director. They they wrote it with Alan Rickman in mind, but they. Could not Alan Rickman just said no immediately because they couldn't afford him. So then they cast um, Timothy Dalton to to play that part. Dalton dropped out, and then after that, they cast William Atherton, who might not people not might not recognize that name, but he was the sort of villainous bad guy in Biodome. Oh right, 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 right. All his face. Oh yeah. But real genius is how he was known as, like the. Oh, and he was in Die Hard. He was Walter the Peck. asshole journalist. Yes, he was the asshole journalist in Die Hard. And the, the and the guy, the governmental in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yes. Go, yeah. Okay. Ghostbusters might be more well known than Real Genius, but yes. And then all of those dropped out. So then Charles Dance got the part. Wow. I I thought it was great. Oh, he he was fantastic, and I'm sure men would have also been fantastic yeah. but there were like, so many celebrities in this film like anthony quinn was in it like i mean i know that a lot of it is you know uh they were doing interviews and stuff at the premiere so it was nice to see like duff and like chris carter and all the mtv vjs and stuff from back then um it was interesting <laughs> and then maria shriver was in it too and she was great well it's fun if you go back and look at the imdb like just cast list are just actors playing themselves because they play themselves in the real world in the movie. Right. But there are so many just meta references between the real world and the fake world. Like um, F. Murray Abraham, incredible actor, like in in the in Last Action Hero, in the fake movie in um, Jack um, what, Sl- Jack Slater 4, he plays short... It, it's so hard to explain the movie. Basically, he's referenced as playing Sal- Salieri and Amadis in the fake movie, also in the real life. It's just, the the whole meta thing is is amazing. Yeah, he killed Mozart. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Like he's in in the in the in the fake world in this movie. Stone plays her character from Basic Instinct. Robert Patrick plays the T one thousand from Terminator Two. Right. But they're in the fake world playing their characters because the fake world is this whole cinematic universe that 
evidently every movie exists as like in this world. And evidently it was weird that Sharon Stone was in this movie at all because Sharon Stone and Schwarzenegger hate each other. Like they, they were in Total Recall, which was Sharon Stone's first movie and they hated each other. And Schwarzenegger convinced her to play a cameo in this basically by saying, you know, I made your career, right? Please play a cameo in this. She's like, yeah, you're right. Fine. Good on her on sucking that up and, well, he's not wrong, uh, although I don't know if it necessarily made her career, because most people don't remember that Sharon Stone was in Total Recall. Dude, she was the hot blonde, the wife that wasn't the wife. Yeah, but do you remember her from that movie? Yeah. Do you, oh, Okay, you might. Okay. I love that movie. I, no, I do too. But, I'm alright with the second, the, re, the reboot. I didn't see it, I didn't watch it. Jessica Biel, Kate Beckinsale. What can I say, Kate Beckinsale fan over here. Who's not? Who's not? Uh, I have a few. Who who doesn't love serendipity, Hugh? I love that she dates younger men and is very unapologetic about it. Good for her. Good for her. She does. She Pete Davidson. She's. I think she was with Machine Gun Kelly for a little bit. Yeah, she loves younger. She loves younger rebellious men. A lot of tattoos. And and she was married to the my fifth favorite Welsh actor of all time, Michael Sheen. I don't know. Were they married? Uh, they had a kid. I don't know. They, they did have a kid. I know. Yeah, that... they have a kid. Did we ever? Did we ever talk about their carpool karaoke with him and Matthew Reese? Because they're like best friends. They're uh-huh. also Welsh. Yes, I do. Yes. Um, Michael, Michael Sheen and Matthew, Matthew Reese did a carpool karaoke. It's amazing. It's an Apple, not the, oh, wait, wait, the actual wait. carpool karaoke with James Corden. It's just them two, and they they sing a Tom Jones song, which is amazing. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I'm guessing Delilah. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 song is throughout the nation. Eleven o'clock, wherever the last song of the night is Delilah. And, That's amazing. That's the power of Tom Jones for you. Oh, in that country, everything's Tom Jones. Oh, Tom. Well, it's more stunning that the last song of the night is at eleven p.m. Pubs close at eleven, man. I know, I know that, but it's it's to Americans that seems strange. I was surprised when I was in Ireland that a lot of the pubs closed early too. Yeah. I, I thought LA was bad. Oh, no, the bars the bars stay open. It's it's the pubs that close the public houses because the Queen wants you to get back to work and doesn't want you to have a hangover. So, you know, that's what that is. That's what that's about, I guess. So, yeah. Huh. Well, all... and a lot of driving and safety and all that stuff too. Yeah. Did we also did we forget to mention Sir Ian McKellen was also. In this fine played played death. He did indeed. Yeah. Well, the the most important thing that I I think I'd like to bring up because of the fact that we talked about it so much last week, last action hero was the theatrical well, debut yeah. of Bridget Wilson Sampras. Yes. Which we spent a long time talking about it last week, and I don't even think we put that together that she was in Last Action Hero because we were talking about her for other reasons. And no, this we were was about her because of Last Action Hero. I thought were we were we? Because I mean, she was did a lot of TV, right? She did like no, we, were talking, we brought her up because of Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, right? right. Yeah. And and as and I I sent you so in in the time since our last episode, there was also an article released about Bridget Wilson Sampras, which is very strange because last week we were talking about what the hell happened to her, and this article was called. The, the the headline of this article was why Hollywood won't hire Bridget Wilson Sampras anymore. 
which is weird. And the the, the headline was awful because the, the reason they won't hire her is because she's not acting anymore. She chose not to act. But it was very strange that we were talking about her, and then all of a sudden this this this, this article came out. It's but, oh, yeah. It's fitting for the what the show is. You talk about something, and then it, something pops up, as as we know. Yeah, this is true. So. This is true. But one thing I did learn from that from the article, again talking about how we were talking about Mortal Kombat last week, is that she was not supposed to be Sonya in Mortal Kombat. Cameron Diaz was supposed to be Mortal. Com- it's supposed to be Sonya in Mortal Kombat. This was right after um, uh, The Mask came out. So Cameron Diaz was like, supposed to be the new It girl. And she was basically, she was cast to Sonya and she was going to play Sonya in Mortal Kombat. But she broke her arm the week before Mortal Kombat started shooting. So they, they called Bridget Wilson like the day before shooting started and said, hey, can you be Sonya? So that's how that happened. There we go. I, I can't even imagine Cameron Diaz being... Sonya, that's weird. Well, um, career could have taken a very different path. <laughs> it's true. Their career, both their careers could have taken a very different path. Different. Thanks. Well, okay, guys. Um, we've hit our time for the day. Well, that's so, fun. This is going to be fun because I have to get this all out and done, and there's a lot of uh, internet issues this time around, which will be fun. Yay. Oh, all right. Um, we just finished Mr. Robot. It's a great show. Oh, that is a good one. People should watch that one, Mr. Robot. Season one is fantastic. I haven't finished season two yet. What? There's four seasons. There are four seasons? Oh. Yeah, I just finished. I'm behind. I'm way behind. What is is the movie we just discussed that we're supposed to talk about next week? I have already forgotten. I'll find out and post it when I do the edit. Okay. I'll send the I believe it was Toy Soldiers, which I don't think I've ever seen. It, it was Toy Soldiers. It was Toy Soldiers. Right. Thank you, Sam, I, for actually I having a memory. Toy Soldiers, think of Martika. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, no. No, get going. We'll, um, we'll see you next week. We'll have Toy Soldiers a little bit more on top. Hopefully, everything will be more calm, uh, be a bit more calmed down. Or, yeah, no, it won't. Let's just hope our city's not burning and everyone else is safe and doing well. And I, I promise I'll watch Toy Soldiers because, you know, I haven't watched any of the other ones. We're aware. Oh, yeah. by the way, you guys can watch Last Action Hero on IMDb TV for free. Oh. Is that, is that, part, is, is that part of Cable Town? No, it is not because IMDb is owned by Amazon. It is. Figure. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. Well, I'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Sam. Okay. Bye.